0: Just a high buff, please. No polish. You have very strong hands, sir. Oh, thank you, Klinger. My father gave them to me for graduation. Hey, what are you going to miss around here the least? I think looking down and seeing a rat using my shoelace for dental floss. Frank, what are you doing? What do you mean, what am I doing? I'm doing my duty. That's what I'm doing. Jumping Butterballs. Hypocrite at 3
1: o'clock, over. This uh, thing here that looks like somebody's belly is China.
2: Hey, MASH fans, it's time for another episode of the MASH 4077 Podcast. I am your host, Kenny, and joining me today are my good buddies, Al. Hello and Simon. Gentlemen. Today's episode, we're going to be discussing episode two, season three, Rainbow Bridge. It's the 50th episode overall. It was directed by High Averbach, written by Larry Gilbar and Lawrence Marks. Production code is B301, and the original air date is September 17th, 1974.
0: Tokyo, here you come, I see. We're off to see the wizard. <laughs> now, who's that? How do we know? We haven't met her yet.
3: Well, I hate to interfere with your rest and relaxation.
4: <laughs>
3: but I do have a short shopping list from some of the gang. And, of course, the filthy
0: lucre to pay for same. What do we got here?
4: Oh, the usual.
0: Cameras, lenses, watches. A training bra? Can't be for anybody we know. A clinger. Understandably, there's some gaps in my education. What exactly is a training bra? It's just like an ordinary one, only it has two little wheels in back.
3: Well, have a nice trip, boys. Be good. And if you can't be good, be careful. Are we lucky to have such a nice father?
5: Plot summary. Time frame, April through May, 1953. China has made an offer to return a handful of prisoners of war, two wounded for their own medical facilities. After some debate about the Chinese motives... Hawkeye, Trapper, Frank, Radar, and Klinger take a bus deep into North Korea to an agreed-upon meeting place called Rainbow Bridge to receive the prisoners. But Major Burns decides to bring a gun in violation of the agreement. Tensions are diffused when the gun is only about as big as a little tiny cigarette lighter.
3: Are you guys going to be at the Daiichi Hotel? I mean, I may have to call you in case things start jumping back here at the ranch. We're kind of off the Daiichi, Henry. Too near the railroad. Noisy. They asked you not to come back, right? They said we were too loud. Some of the guests complained they couldn't hear the railroad. Look, (laughs) either of you clowns know Yamashita Street in Tokyo. Yeah, sure. It uh, runs parallel to the Ginza. That's right. There's a Japanese restaurant right on the corner.
0: Hey, how about that? They got a
3: Japanese restaurant in Tokyo. And there's a bookshop next door. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now, they got this package for me. Just give them this, 34 bucks, and say you're Orville Carver. (laughs) (laughs) Who's Orville Carver, Henry? Well, they think I am, but uh, they've never seen me, so they'll think either one of you guys is. What's what's in the package, Henry? Japanese prints, old ones. I mean, some things
0: never change. (laughs) I get my drift. Henry, you have all the subtlety of a community bedpan.
6: Guest stars in the episode, Jamie Farr returns as Corporal
2: Maxwell Q. Klinger. And the wonderful William Christopher as Father Francis Mulcahy.
5: And Mako plays Dr. Lin Tam. Now, Mako was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor for his role in the film The Sand Pebbles. He has an impressive 153 titles to his name, including... Two episodes of the British comedy show Lovejoy, two episodes of the bloody Quincy, and his last working role was in 32 episodes of Avatar, The Last Airbender.
6: Loudon Rainwright III played Captain Calvin Spaulder. Now, Loudon appeared in three episodes of MASH playing the same character. He has appeared in 23 titles, but he's most well known for being a singer-songwriter and, of course, being the father of Rufus Rainwright.
2: Cool. And rounding out our guest list, we have Bobby Mitchell playing Nurse Mitchell.
0: Henry,
6: who's
3: on triage? Hold it. I've got a bowel that's talking back to me here. Here. I didn't ask for this.
4: Well, I thought you would need it.
3: Well, then I probably do.
0: Frank volunteered. Figures. Frank would volunteer for a firing squad. Or to be in front of it. Or both.
3: Colonel, I protest this attack on Major Byrne's character in his absence.
0: Actually, we're attacking his absence of character.
3: No kidding, Henry. we got to start getting our casualties in here in the right priority. No question.
0: You can do this, Major.
4: I'm not sterile.
0: Congratulations.
2: All right, Meds, why don't you start us off with your thoughts on this episode? Oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh.
6: We, we start on a high and we soon fall down to the bottom <laughs> of the barrel. Um, yeah, I don't like this episode. I think it's, um, I like the idea of it uh this happened a lot with exchanging prisoners especially ones that were um medically too ill to be treated by uh by china but the trouble is is that they spend all this time probably around about 75 percent of the episode building up to the actual handover and yes frank's been a you know an idiot as usual he's carrying a gun and and you do get annoyed by that. You think, oh, come on. Oh, you yeah. Know, yeah. You know, no one does that. It's an arms treaty. It's, it's, you know, it's a point where you do a crossover. You don't do that, you know. So, OK, and I know you are meant to get annoyed by that. And yes, Larry Linville does play it well. And I'm not arguing that. But I think this episode will be so better... If they introduced the Chinese at the beginning, well, you know, a quarter of the way through and had some tension there again, and you could have had some comedy on that and and, and just, just brought them in earlier. I think it's so wasted because they turn up five minutes of what's going to happen and it's over. And I was, so, I was left empty at the end of the episode. I was like, oh, is that it? Really? Is this the de- the difficult second album, the difficult second episode, even though it was actually the first episode filmed, the series three? Mm-hmm. Um and maybe that was the reason i, I don't know um yeah I, I could happily not watch this episode again
2: yeah i just i thought it was so they have a random singer at the beginning oh tokyo
1: they got some sake and and some clean sheets, so come on with about Twain it'll drive
2: you insane teach you things you never knew before his guitar And he showed up, he popped up again several times throughout the episode. and I'm like, I mean, I guess it was just a stylistic choice, but it was just very bizarre and I was extremely annoyed at Frank for bringing the gun mm. uh, of course again you know they put their 3, 4, 5 what 5 best characters to this treaty yeah you know <laughs> let's take the 2 main doctor or all 3 doctors it just yeah I mean it was, it was a fine episode but like you said it, it, there really wasn't much happening until the end
6: no no. my, my notes are changed. literally a half a
2: page I, I have 2 notes that was it weird singer more than
5: what I have yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You
2: know, I did like how uh, uh, Hawkeye confronts Frank. Um, mm. You know, but uh, but uh, and, and and like you said, Larry Limbo plays Frank great, and we're supposed to hate him and just be so disgusted. But I mean, he's an idiot, but I don't think he would be that stupid yeah. to <laughs> take a gun to a uh, obviously.
5: You, know. you give him too much credit.
2: Obviously, obviously, I do. Obviously, I do. I just. Uh. Yeah, I was disappointed. And like you said, uh, Meds, you know, this was the first episode shot. You can see why they did not air it first. You know, <laughs> they aired a really good one first to, to really grab the audience.
6: Yeah, to butter us up so that we didn't turn off Australia <laughs> <laughs> away.
2: But, you know, I mean, it wasn't a horrible episode. I actually enjoyed the episode for what it was, but it was just there were too many little things that just is not one that I can watch over and over again. Yeah. You know, how about you, Al?
5: I agree. <laughs> it's another one of those, hey, let's send in our best surgeons to the most dangerous situation you can possibly think of episodes. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Okay, aside from the gag of it all, really? Really? Are we going to do that again? Wasn't having them almost blow up with a, with a with bomb, a bomb? Yeah. enough? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I mean, w- I understand why they do it because they're the main cast. And well, like, yeah. This story wouldn't help. But they need to do different stories somehow.
5: They do like maybe create you know a couple of other characters, you know like uh, security type force characters who they would send in in those situations They make them secondary characters. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But yeah. I mean it was mashed. But that.
2: The... Well, I mean, I, I mean these guys are injured. These are soldiers that are critically injured. So I mean you would want to send doctors, I guess.
5: Well, yeah, but keep the doctors on them. the other side of the bridge.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, don't let them be the negotiators.
5: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with no arms. To begin. I mean, it's like, okay, okay, I'll take that. I'll take that deal. (laughs) Let me chew on that bullet, too. That sounds good. Yeah. Put a little salt on it. I love the concept of the episode, though. It showed that even the enemy had had some compassion during time of war. So I I loved that that underlying message of it. But of course, Frank had to bring along a gun.
2: Well, yeah, you can call it a gun.
5: Yeah, yeah, gun. It
2: did uh. look like a, a cigarette lighter, like one of the one, at, like at, Mar- ones. at
6: Margaret's insistence again, though. No. Of course, yeah. she's she's not. This is what annoys me a little bit because, you know, we, and I know, I know it is dangerous because we we've watched MASH and we all, we all love MASH and we know what happens in the future and how her character does turn once Frank goes out of the picture. Yeah. But she's shown in past episodes that she's not a dumbass she's not stupid yes okay she's military through and through but she also knows military protocol and she knows what's right yeah. and you know she she put the whole of the group at risk of being killed because of you know and that's what's so annoying about her.
3: take a gun along frank
6: what
3: just in case but they said not to not even sidearms.
1: who said frank the chinese frank are we taking orders from the chinese now frank
2: it was very out of character for her. Yeah, yeah. I would expect Frank to do it alone. Yeah. Because so, you know, he was he was you know. he was denying it. I mean he's like, No, 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 they said no weapons, you know, and she kind of forced it on him. Hmm. I mean he took it, but still. It was her doing.
5: Well that's kind of a strange role reversal. She forced her gun on him.
2: <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> this is my weapon and this is my gun. This one's for fighting and this one's for fun. <laughs> 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 nice You like that huh <laughs> Well I mean yeah It's It was an okay episode It was not one that I could watch time and time again uh, Yeah But it was just there
2: Yeah mm. definitely
0: The purpose of triage major is to select patients for immediate surgery Oh you teaching me medicine now That's rich Why do you keep sending his cases that can wait Now oh, listen hotshot. I'm a pretty fair doctor myself Ask any of my patients We can't dig people up just for that This man's got a chest wound. He ought to be in OR right now. He happens to be Chinese. Then we'll operate with chopsticks. Corman, get this guy inside. Now, don't you dare, and that's an order. I'm busy now, Frank. I'll take your order later. I remind you, Captain Pierce, Army standard triage procedure is as follows. American wounded, first. Allies, second. Enemy, last. Repeat, last. Frank, that man is bleeding more than anybody in here, with the possible exception of your nose, if you don't get out of my way. Let's go. Get him inside.
2: All right, let's move on to some behind-the-scenes. I have quite a bit. Uh, I will start us off. Uh, one of three episodes to feature singer Loudon Rainwhite III, famous for song Dead Skunk as Captain Spaulding. He sings a song entitled Tokyo as Hawkeye, Trapper, and Frank drive to the meeting with a North Korean doctor. The song is reprised at the end of the episode.
5: Yeah, I, 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 that was a good song. I enjoyed that song. It was
2: just a random thing to have a character there. The oh, song was great, yeah. but to have them, you know. Yeah. Well,
5: they were kind of like breaking down that fourth wall, you know. They were oh, definitely. Yeah, I, I, I kind of liked it. I didn't think it fit well in this episode, but you know. Yeah. Anyway, although credited as Captain Calvin Spaulding, Loudon Wainwright III is clearly wearing first lieutenant rank during all the scenes.
6: Hmm. Not that clearly because I didn't notice it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, one of the conditions of the release of the rooted GIs to Hawkeye and the others is that the bus drives across the bridge to the rooted GIs. However, a minute later, when the deal is okayed, they bring the GIs across the bridge to the bus.
2: Yeah, I noticed Oops. that as well. Mm. The character of Captain Spaulding is a reference to Groucho Marx's character in Animal Crackers, 1930. Again, in mm. another uh, Marx reference, which yeah. they do a lot in MASH.
5: Yeah. And this is the first of four appearances by Mako as various characters. The last appearance is in episode 199.
6: Uh, Frank accuses Hawkeye of causing a mutiny on the bus, and he replies it was a movie they couldn't afford the bounty. Reference to Mutiny on the Bounty in 1935.
2: (laughs) Trapper says we're off to see The Wizard, obviously a reference to The Wizard of Oz, 1939.
5: Really? I thought it was The Wiz by Michael Jackson. Father Mulcahy says a prayer before the group heads to Rainbow Bridge, and Hawkeye responds, we couldn't get Pat O'Brien, in reference to Newt Rockne All-American from 1940.
6: It's always bad when you're having to do self-referential stuff for an episode.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Radar took the call. It came in on the radio. It's from the Chinese. The Chinese called us. They're probably dying for some American takeout food. No, they've got nine shot-up G.I.s on their side of the line, and they need more attention than the Chinese can handle. So they're willing to have us come and get them. And here are the conditions. One vehicle, a driver, doctors, a corpsman only, no guns, not even sidearms. The pickup point is a place called uh, uh, Rainbow Bridge. It's 50 miles inside their territory. It's a trap.
0: Absolutely. The savages.
3: I say we should go. When are you going to learn about Chinese treachery? Didn't Pearl Harbor teach you anything?
0: It could be a trap trap. Oh, yes. Well, I'm afraid this
3: is what you call your command decision. It's lonely at the top time. Strictly something for your leader. Well, Henry? Oh, golly. Whatever you people decide is fine with me.
2: All right, guys. It's time for trivia. Let's see what we have for our listeners this time around. All right. Here we go. So the scenario is the 4077th was being attacked by a single sniper. I do remember that episode. Uh, Who did the sniper mistakenly believe he was attacking? So you can send your answer to mash 4077 podcast at gmail.com. And the answer is actually towards the end of the episode. I do remember uh, I do remember that conversation happening. So uh, go ahead and send your answers to us, and uh, hopefully uh, we'll be reading those on a future Swampcast.
4: I'm Dr. Ling Tan, Army you of know, the People's Republic. I'm, I'm Dr. Pierce. Uh, Dr. Burns. Dr. McIntyre.
0: Uh, we're Dr. Sue, we're, we're All three of us. Sweet. Three. Hi. Uh,
4: here's a list of your wounded. All require more medical attention than we can provide. You speak very good English, doctor. University of Illinois.
0: No kidding. Our uh, commanding officer went to Illinois. There's no need for us to get friendly here. Uh, Henry Blake. Uh, about 6'3", narrow shoulders, big hips, uh,
4: sort of shaped like a pear. We better do it. Uh, if you have observed our conditions, the procedure is as follows. You will bring your vehicle across bridge slowly. Lieutenant, Frank! Come on, let's have it. Have what?
0: Give it to them, Frank, before they give us a thirty-two caliber enema. Well, what's the matter with you guys?
3: You're going to say it with me or the R.E.D.?
0: Frank, the R.E.D. speaks English better than
4: Y.O.U. do. You have violated the agreed conditions. Your wounded will remain with us. Chenchen,
0: Doctor, wait, come on! Wait, hold it! Wait a minute. Look, you're doing something decent in the middle of a giant indecency. Don't endanger nine men just because some idiot wants to do his General Custer impersonation. Yeah, Doctor, don't blow it now.
4: Is it not enough that your planes harass us day and night? It makes it impossible for me to treat my own people. We make a civilized gesture and you respond by coming here with a gun ready to shoot us down. All
3: right, Frank, come on, give it up.
5: What the hell is that?
0: Comes in a box of Cracker Jacks. It's also a whistle. (laughs)
2: <laughs> all right you can find mash 4077 podcast all over the internet. you can find us on facebook at www.facebook.com slash mash 4077 podcast
6: and you can follow us on twitter and we're at mash 4077 podcast and you can follow the hosts at twitter i am at geeky fanboy and you can follow me at
5: hawkeye meds and i am at Tails podcast and our website is is www.mash4077podcast.com.
2: We also have a blog. You can find that at www.mash4077podcast.blogspot.com. And uh, our email address for all our
6: correspondents, including the trivia questions, is mash4077podcast at
5: gmail.com. And our terrific MASH online store can be found at www.zazzle.com forward slash MASH4077podcast.
2: Also, if you could please leave us reviews at iTunes. We love getting reviews. We love hearing from our listeners. And it also throws us into charts and just brings more notoriety to our podcast. So we'd appreciate it if you go over to iTunes, type in MASH4077podcast and leave us a five-star review. All right. So that's going to do it. So uh, not our favorite episode. Yeah. But uh, but okay. Uh. No, was nothing I could have had it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'm Kenny. And I'm
5: Simon. And I'm Angus McFancyPants. And we'll be seeing you.
2: Boy, I don't mind telling you now, boy, I was really scared on that bridge. I hear if they take you prisoner, they hit you in places that are better left unhit. <laughs> oh, you guys were really great with those casualties, though. You know, I was thinking I'd like to be a doctor when I get back to the real world. But uh, I don't like being around sick people that much, so I guess that would be a drawback. I'm uh, packing your pajamas. Maybe I shouldn't even bother, huh?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you guys are really
2: something. I don't know how you do it. there would be 16 hours of surgery, 36 hours before that, trip to the bridge and back, and now you're going to Tokyo. Well, if you ask me, you guys are like supermen. You're
4: all set.
5: My name is Al.
1: And I'm Joyce.
5: And we're We're huge huge Disneyland Disneyland fans. fans. In fact, we love the Disneyland Resort so much, we host a podcast dedicated to the happiest place on earth to share that passion with others.
1: That's right. On our show, Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland Podcast, we share current resort news Some tips and tricks we've learned over the years to help make your Disneyland Resort vacation the most magical experience ever. We uncover little-known and often-overlooked gems we like to call hidden treasures and even review the attractions and places to eat that make the Disneyland Resort so much fun.
5: And if that wasn't enough, we even share some video episodes to help keep you in that Disney magic state of mind. If you're a longtime fan of the Disneyland Resort or you've just recently discovered the magic, this podcast is for you. You can find Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland podcast at www.talescast.com and in iTunes.
1: And remember, make make it it a a Mickey Mickey Day. day.
2: alienation the newcomers podcast is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived tv series alienation this series tackles social issues like racism bigotry and intolerance with an alien twist each month we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the newcomer's podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com.
1: Have you ever experienced uncontrollable bouts of geekdom? If so, the Anomaly podcast may be right for you. In clinical studies, anomalies, interviews, convention reports, commentary on geek culture, games, sci-fi and fantasy television, literature, and film provided a feeling of fullness while promoting health for optimal geekiness. The Anomaly podcast is not suitable for all people. Only geekily active cool chicks with a healthy sense of humor should listen. Geekily active cool guys should listen too. Anomaly has resulted in sudden fits of squee. Broad smiles may appear without warning and could become permanent. The most common side effects of Anomaly are unconsciously joining in the Gamma Quadrant golf clap, out loud, at work, to the amusement of co-workers, and attempting to interject opinions aloud to hosts who can't hear the listener. But in all cases, the benefits outweigh the risks. Ask your Anomaly if you're healthy enough for entertainment of this caliber. You don't need a doctor's messy handwriting to obtain a free subscription. Anomaly is available over-the-counter at Stitcher Radio and in the iTunes, Zune, and BlackBerry stores. You can also stream episodes of Anomaly and Anomaly Supplemental at anomalypodcast.com. That's A-N-O-M-A-L-Y podcast.com. Just one one one-hour episode provides 24 hours of relief and never leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Music by Jewelbeat.com
2: Mash 4077 Podcast is a geeky fanboy production and has a Creative Commons Attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, Works 3.0 United States License. All rights reserved.
5: China has made an offer to return a handful of prisoners of war to. Oh, okay.
2: All right, let's move on to. Mm. Trapper says we're off to see the wizard. Obviously.